righty then, let's go. It's one-way conversation on our way to work here on a Wednesday morning, episode three of the week. Back to back to back, like the Tom Amansky of podcasts. Um, Tom Amansky. I mean, that. how many champions of that school? How come, like, people weren't winning the World Series in the 2000s being like, I went to Tom... I want to thank my parents. I want to thank God. And I want to thank Tom Amansky for teaching me how to play baseball. I mean, those fucking commercials. I don't know how much he spent on commercials. I don't know how much he made by getting kids to come in. And with Fred McGriff wearing his hat all awkwardly. How many, how many people do you think he had come into those camps? How many kids actually made it from Tom Amansky's school of baseball? Back to back to back to back national champions. <clears throat> Let me tell you something, Tom. You got lucky. There's just you just had kids that were that could fucking hit. All right, and maybe you cheated. That's the other thing. Maybe you cheated, which uh, brings us to our first topic of the day: cheating baseball teams. Now, or the first month or so of the season, it's been very easy to get on the Yankees. You know, we get on these teams because we love them, right? Like, there's no team... Like, I don't get on this fucking Ford for not going through this yellow light here because I love him. I get on him because he's a fucking pussy. And because in your Ford Limited, you got to give a little juice to get through the Reds in the morning. We got places to go here. All right. Um, places to be, people to see. Fucking bumper sticker. Key Largo bumper sticker. That's what you put in your car? A Key Largo bumper sticker? That's it, Ford? Ford Limited. Went to Key Largo once. Put a fucking sticker on his car. Or he's a big fan of the Bogart movie. One or the other. Um, so last night... So we get on the Yankees because we love them. Right? So we hold them to a high standard. We expect greatness from these teams. We expect them to carry themselves in a certain way and act a certain way and play a certain way and win. And win, goddammit. It's been very easy to get on the team for the first month and change of the season. Very easy. With all the struggles out of the left field's position, you know, Hicks and Gardner and Frazier. The struggles of um, the pitching staff outside of Cole. Uh, the struggles of every bat in the lineup. Nobody was hitting. Struggles of the manager, who uh, we're going to try and avoid the manager today because last night the Yankees did the best thing they could do and just play a game where he doesn't have to do anything. And they can win as long as Boone doesn't have to meddle in whatever they're doing. Second Boone has to make a decision, though. It's dicey. I will not let up on Boone. They can win 37 games in a row. I will not let up on Boone. I don't think he should be the fucking manager of any baseball team. All right. But today's not a day for that. No, today's a day because we watched the Yankees sleepwalk through a series with the Orioles, sweep a, a, a series against the lowly Tigers. You know, there's been, you know, it's just been uh, bad baseball, boring games, and underachieving players. And then last night happens, and there's juice in the stadium. 
there's hate in the air, real hate in the air. And at that point, you don't care that Hicks is batting 119. You don't care that Frazier can't hit the broad side of a barn with the fucking uh, paddle. I don't know. It's, that should have been a better analogy. You don't care. And it's just, you remember. You remember the fire that got you to where you are. You remember, and you remember what real hate feels like. Because it wasn't really hate what we had for, you know, for Stan, Frank and Stan. It wasn't really hate that we had for these guys. It's just, we expect certain things from these players. Cashman did some things wrong. But then Altuve gets up there. Bregman hits a home run in the first inning. And you're like, fuck you, Bregman. You know, because all the hate is... All my hate is focused on Altuve and Correa. Altuve because he seems to be the one that benefited the most from all this cheating shit. And Correa because he was the most vocal in the aftermath of it. And also because Correa fucking fell off. Carlos Correa is supposed to be a stud. And he hasn't been anything like it since. He hasn't been, he hasn't been the player... He was supposed to be, not since uh, not since they won. Batting seventh in the lineup and shit. Carlos Correa is supposed to be a three-hitter in this league. And he's really falling off for a fucking loud match. This team, the Astros team, was supposed to be, and here you go, sidetrack. The Astros team was supposed to be a feel-good story. They're supposed to be a feel-good story. Altuve is, you know, five foot seven. And an MVP. Look, the little guy can do it, right? Correa came to this country, wanted to play baseball in this country, taught himself English so he didn't, so he wasn't like left out to become one of the best shortstops in the game. They're supposed to be a feel-good team, man. It really was. They came. They had won like 12 games one year. They won 12 and 150. <laughs> And they come back and they, you know, they they had 0.0 ratings in Houston. Nobody was watching those shitty teams. And then they go on to win the World Series. They're supposed to be a feel-good team, and now they are hated. And then when you get that hate running, it doesn't matter how your teams let you down. It doesn't matter how you feel about Stanton day-to-day or Boone day-to-day. You just want to tear the fucking lungs out of this team. And you get on Granky early. Stanton Dinger right DJ hit Stanton Dinger Judge Walk I forget what happened with Torres or uh, Rochelle whatever it was it was a nice first inning and you just don't, don't let him fucking breathe don't let him breathe and they got they get away pretty easily a double play in the inning it was to me I was free in that first inning Frazier was probably squeezing that bat so hard at it back because he's pressing man doesn't matter you win the game you go on to win 7-3 and now you feel bad for Frazier we got it. we need him we need you Clinton we need you turn it around because we need to beat this team you need to beat the fucking Astros and I don't care the words we've had over the last month I don't apologize for them because I want you to play better I want you to step up the game I want Stanton to hit to right field like he did yesterday to get a ribby late in the game. I want Hicks to go the other way with hit, with balls like he did late in the game yesterday. 
smart hitting, good baseball, and leave the manager the fuck out of it because we don't, we don't need him mucking it all up. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Last night, baseball was back in New York, back in the Bronx, and you felt the fire and the juice. And remember why you root for this team. And it's not because they play the Orioles 700 times and beat them most of the time, and then when they split a series, it's disappointing. It's because you want them to grind it out against a team like the Astros. Now go out and do it again tonight. The series is big. Not just because it's the Astros, but because it's a team that you can kind of say, look, we're making progress. We are playing better. We beat a, we beat a, we beat a good team. We took a series from a good team. Or swept a good team. Imagine that. And then they have the Nationals. Um, and then they have... Uh, ah, shit. We just talked about it the other day. But whatever. Let's get through the Astros series. Let's go from there. My hate for the Astros will always be greater than my disappointment in my team. Because you remember, like, why you love this team. And they got on Granky Early. And then tacked on a few late in the game come away with it. Old door scoring. Pulling his knee out of his leg basically. To get an extra run there late in the game. After uh, Bregman Air. Piece of shit Bregman Air. And is Yuli Gurriel really a major league first baseman? Because that throw that Bregman threw God I hate this fucking thing. That throw from Bregman was so far offline and there was Gurriel like foot on the bag trying to become Elastic Man or something. Odor scores. Gets up a few minutes later. You know, knee hurt, whatever. Get him back out there tonight. No rest for the weary. For God's sake, Spoon, put out the same lineup. I have to get a rest Odor. I get it because the fucking knee injury didn't look very good. So he's got to sit. But please, for the love of God, no goddamn days off. Play these guys every day for this series. You might not have a choice with Odor. You might see Mike Ford at first tonight. I don't know who's pitching for the Astros. It's some it's some schnook. I know that. It's not anybody particularly good. So we'll probably see Mike Ford at first, DJ at second. Go out and do it again tonight. All right. So, moving on from Yankee baseball. Very smooth transition. We're going to... Uh, I got a couple things quick, because this morning my wife said something about, you know, I gave $10 to one of the kids' teachers for Teacher Appreciation Week. They're not doing anything for the other teacher. I to get, do I do anything for her? Uh, no. Don't do anything for the other fucking teacher. No. And I'm nothing against the teacher. But this Teacher Appreciation Week bullshit has to stop. What, what kind of society are we in? What kind of culture do we have where we have these mandated days to show appreciation for other people? Teacher Appreciation Week, and right, leading right up to Mother's Day, all week we're just thanking people, you know, with mandatory status. Now listen, I don't love Father's Day, okay? I don't like to fuss over me personally for Father's Day. Plus, you know, Father's dead, so that's not doesn't really bring about good feelings when you think about it from that angle. But I just don't necessarily like the fuss of it. Now, Mother's Day, I, all these days I got a problem with. Mother's Day, just do something nice for your mom, for Christ's sake. Be good to your mother, okay? You unappreciative dickwad. 
be good to your mother. We need that. We need the Mother's Day because people are shitheads and bad kids. And they need the kick in the ass every year. I don't like the mandated stuff. I don't. I'll make an exception for Mother's Day because mothers are a special breed. So do something nice for your mother. This fucking teacher appreciation week thing, though. Who the fuck do these teachers think they are? You get teacher appreciation week three weeks before you're off for the goddamn summer? You get two and a half months of appreciation. Okay? Yeah, they should be paid better. This is not the week to... This is not, this, I'll go fight for them in, in fucking Congress or whatever the fuck you want me to do. I'm going to go down there and tell you that, that they're working really hard and that they have very important jobs because, uh, you know, it's our kids. Okay. I don't know if I'll go down there. But you can talk me into it, though. This Teacher Appreciation Week is throw them 10 bucks so they can get a gift from the class. Come on, man. And last year was the really the real year for Teacher Appreciation Week because... They pulled it all together to kind of come out of, you know, pull a rabbit out of their hat, figure out the end of the school year. That I got. But now, I mean, it's a full year. Everybody's back. Okay. Nobody really got sick. No real, no real problems in the school district. I know it's still kind of dicey with COVID, but we still cause teacher appreciation stuff. Come on. Come on. We just we we all need these reminders to thank people. These mandated fucking weeks and days to what kind of what kind of culture is this? Nobody ever makes me a fucking little goddamn card for going to work every fucking day. Thank you, employee appreciation. No, I get a paycheck every fucking two weeks. And that's it. That's all I ask for. That and some personal days. Vacation, but that's all. That's all included in my appreciation. All these things, all these appreciate secretary appreciation weeks. Who the fuck even has secretaries anymore? Secretary appreciation week. We talked about the ridiculousness of like uh, key lime pie day or whatever the fuck. This is the kind, of, this kind of stuff though, where you just kind of what? What if you have a shitty teacher? There's a lot of fucking teachers I don't appreciate. I would say more bad ones than good ones over the years. I don't remember 97% of my middle school fucking teachers. Uh, 97% is a high number. Because I could tell you my whole schedule in uh, sixth grade, my first year in middle school. I couldn't tell you when. I, I don't know if I could think of three teachers. From seventh and eighth grade, Mr. Verdis, the cool one of the coolest teachers I've ever had. He was a basketball coach, not for my school. I never played for him, but uh, very cool guy. I think about him every Thanksgiving, Mr. Verdis, because he t- he talked about his favorite part of that. I remember the day before Thanksgiving break, we didn't really do any work because, like I said, he was fucking cool. And uh, he talked about, like, Thanksgiving traditions, and we kind of talked about our own Thanksgiving traditions in the class and stuff. And he said, he said, you know, his favorite thing every Thanksgiving was after all is said and done, everybody's kind of in turkey comas about the house in their own way, whatever. Football's on. Everybody's got stomach aches. It's quiet. And he goes into the kitchen, 
And there's the turkey carcass, and he just peels off a piece of the skin. And that's his favorite part of Thanksgiving. Every Thanksgiving, I think of him. Here we are. Years later. I still think of Ernie Verdes. He did not like to be called by his... If you called him Ernie, he'd be in trouble. But that was his name. And he, it didn't matter. I never called him that. But he was one of the coolest guys. Uh, the other teacher I can remember, 7th, 8th grade, Mrs. Clark. And I remember her because she was drop-dead gorgeous. I mean, she was amazing. And, uh, man. She did dress the part. Whew. Jesus. English. English teacher. My God. Uh... I wonder what Mrs. Clark is up to. No. Uh, <laughs> so Mrs. Clark was, I mean, she's had to be like 50 now, right? In her late 40s. Yeah, all these people are. Yeah, that's stupid to say. All these people are older now. Yeah, obviously. Dumbass. Um, that's it. And then I remember we did have another teacher, social studies teacher, where we watched Roots social studies class which cool let's watch I mean not cool that's that's a tough movie to watch series to watch but that's you're not teaching though. you just put on an 8 hour miniseries I don't know how long Roots is but we didn't do any we didn't do any work for a couple weeks and I understand seeing it is maybe hits a little differently than hearing this lady teach about it but I, I remember her because I do remember her crying during Roots and being a little uncomfortable in 7th or 8th grade. I guess 7th or 8th grade. Maybe 7th grade. I don't remember anybody in my 8th grade. I don't know who the fuck I had for 8th grade at all. I don't... Uh, Mr. Biasadi. That's 7th grade, I think. Health, health teacher. Weird guy. Not a guy you want teaching your kids health. I don't remember anybody from 8th grade. And there was a nun in ninth grade I hated. So yeah, I don't have any, any appreciation for these people at all. I wouldn't put a fucking rotten apple on their desk. Alright, one more bit of business to cover here. Uh, yesterday, so there's these... Uh, I'm, going, I'm getting nuts. Why am I emptying the tank? I gotta do this again tomorrow. Uh... So I want to get these these glasses, these prescription glasses, and I want they, like I want to get these frames online. And there's like a tint to them; they're very cool tint. And uh, so I want to get them online. So I got my eye. What's my eye checkup a couple weeks ago? I call them. I get them to send me my prescription. I send the prescription to the eyeglass company online. I'm like, okay, we need this PD measurement, whatever that is. So I email, I, I call, I call the, no, I respond to the email that they sent me with my prescription. I said, I need this PD number. They respond to me. We don't give the PD number when you're not buying the glasses through us. Now I go to this little eyeglass place. They've, you know, it's not been good to me until yesterday. They are a smaller business though, which is why I like them. They don't have a lot of selection of glasses though. That's, and plus this year with everything going on, I think they kind of, took the brakes off their their, like, their inventory they kind of pulled back a little bit so 
So, all right, we don't need to, you know, have all this inventory. The less people are coming in, whatever. We don't need to restock. So they were light in inventory. But even still, I couldn't get these frames there. Um, and I already bought the fucking frames anyway. And there's a tint, whatever. So it's a little different glasses that I used to have, but it's the ones I wanted, so whatever. They're like, well, we don't give out the PD number when you're not buying the glasses through us. Now, I buy contacts through them. I go to them every year, so I could buy, buy the contacts through them. I, I'm good for a checkup every year. If I've ever a problem my eyes, I go to them, you know, which I've done. I've had some, my fucking eye felt like there's a, I don't know, like a pin stuck in it a couple years ago. I go to them. I bought glasses from them a year ago. So I'm a good customer. And then they're going to fucking hold this thing over my head. They're going to say, oh, we don't, we don't give this out. So I have to buy the glasses through you or go to another fucking doctor and get measurements? And why would you send me the prescription knowing it was useless because it has this skeleton key of a PD number that gets me into my actual glasses that I want? And they, the whole thing was, though, they can't be, they, they can't be liable for, for giving it out. I don't understand. Like, you gave me the numbers... That's it. You did your part. Why? What are you liable for? You give me the numbers. Just give me the goddamn numbers. So if they don't work or they don't fit, right, then it's their fault for the number. Right? So it's, I guess that's it. They, we're not going to complain to them about it. I don't know. I, I got to figure out what the people I bought the glasses from. There's something wrong with them, right? But, I mean, I don't understand. What am I going to do? I'm assume for, like, $200 glasses? I don't think so. I guess people might, but I'm not going on Judge Judy for fucking glasses. So I got all, I, now like this. The last thing I said was, "There's got to be something you could do." It doesn't make any sense. Like I'm a customer of yours. I'm a loyal customer of yours. There's nothing we could do to work this out. And you know what? The thing is, I was even like 50-50 on spending the money to get these glasses. But now it's just a matter of principle. I don't know if I, I got the glasses. I don't know if I want them prescription or not. God damn it all. Nothing hurts more than seeing the, the backup of traffic up ahead. Just as I'm, ah, uh, for fuck's sake. Why did you have me go this way? If it just stops. I hate Waze. You fucking scumbags at Waze. Overrated. If I ever, if I ever found the offices of Waze... I'll get an overrated chant going, just like the Altuve chants last night. Fuck Altuve. All right, well, that's going to do it for today's one-way conversation. Thanks for taking the ride and spending the time. Be back here tomorrow with God knows what, because I just emptied the tank today. Probably the Yankees will shoot the bed tonight, and then we'll come back. We'll talk about that a little bit. We'll see. Hopefully not. Listen to Sunday Poor if you haven't yet. Monday's episode was a good one. Have a good fucking day at work, and don't take any shit from anybody. Talk to you tomorrow.